0: Getting Better Health Care is brought to you in part by Leo Pharma. Every American is acutely aware of the issues surrounding our healthcare
1: system. We know miracles can happen, but we find ourselves bombarded by conflicting information and are uncertain of what and whom we can trust. We have some of the best medical care in the world for those who can afford it. Incredible new drugs that change people's lives but can be very costly. Many of the best doctors the world has ever seen, but not all are perfect. That's why Dr. Steve Feldman created the show, Getting Better Healthcare, to help walk us through the labyrinth, helping us understand how to take better care of ourselves and to better understand the challenges, issues, controversies, and complexities of our healthcare system as it exists and as it could be. For better healthcare and a better healthcare system, listen to the doctor. Now, here's
0: Steve. Welcome to Getting Better Healthcare on WebTalkRadio.net. I'm your host. Dr. Steve Feldman, founder of the DoctorScore.com physician rating website. On today's program, we're going to explore what state medical boards do to help assure the quality of medical care. They play a big role in certifying and licensing physicians. We're speaking today with Dr. Scott Kirby. He's medical director of the North Carolina Medical Board. Dr. Kirby, thank you so much for being on the program today. Our listeners want to know what a medical board is and, and what does it do? The
2: medical board, uh, there are uh, approximately 70 medical boards across the country. Some state medical boards have separate boards for uh, MD physicians and osteopathic physicians, and that's why the total uh, is more than the number of states. But medical boards exist, as they do in North Carolina, to protect the public, uh, to investigate and evaluate a physician care that is provided to their patients. Uh, they Carefully scrutinize and uh, regulate the licensing of a variety of healthcare professionals. That includes physicians, physician assistants, nurse practitioners, uh, perfusionists, and a variety of other healthcare um, providers.
0: It sounds like you would do a lot to to, to contribute to, if not directly to the quality of patient care at, at the very least to assuring the public that they're seeing a high quality physician.
2: I believe that is a important and absolutely vital role of the medical board. We do that through the careful screening of physician license applicants and other practitioners, as I mentioned. Uh, we do that through our disciplinary actions. Uh, we do that through careful evaluation of the almost 2,000 patient related complaints that we we receive every year. Uh, We also... Uh, set standards by reviewing and uh, determining the standard of care of the malpractice cases that we review every year. So, And we also, uh, the board has formulated uh, position statements that outline general principles of good medical care, which are available to anyone on our website. I think there's uh, approximately 37 position statements now that range from how physicians should prescribe controlled substances to what the patient-physician relationship is uh, to the treatment of obesity and the death penalty. So there's a wide range of information available, and all of those combine uh, to provide uh, what we consider uh, quality medical care for citizens in North Carolina.
0: You mentioned regulating licensure. And I get the sense sort of, in in my experience dealing with the board, that that's the first step that a physician might, the um, first interaction a physician might have with their medical board. Uh, can you describe that process a little bit?
2: You know, it's very rigorous. And I think, and I'm proud uh, that uh, we have a very meticulous review of license applications. Uh, I think all state medical boards very carefully review their license applicants. And uh, with the availability of centralized databases, uh, this has become... Somewhat more easy, but still requires a individual review of each application to determine if there are problems uh, it, with the physician's licensure previously or in other states, for instance, an excessive number of malpractice uh, complaints or possibly even a public action by another state board, whether there were disciplinary problems during the physician's training through medical school or in postgraduate training in residency. So all of those factors are considered. We have requirement that physicians provide professional references from physicians who are familiar with their actual practice. So we look at as many aspects of a physician's history and current status as we possibly can prior to allowing them to practice.
0: I have a, a picture in my mind, perhaps in the pre-computer days, of a folder. And this, this, is the, this folder has the application of some physician for a state medical license. What, what would be in that folder?
2: Uh, Well, I can tell you what was in my folder, because uh, I applied here uh, approximately 18 years ago, and at that time they were paper applications, and I thought the process was pretty onerous 18 years ago, and it's gotten even more rigorous and, for the applicant, somewhat onerous uh, now. But that folder would include a chronology that detailed... Uh, every activity the physician engaged in since graduation from high school of which some physicians find a little bit intrusive. But nevertheless, we go back all the way to when the physician graduated from high school and want a month-by-month account of all of his activities. Uh, then next would be evidence that he, in fact, actually graduated from medical school with uh, transcripts and other materials. And also uh, we have the physician provide a picture of himself and we submit that to the medical school to be sure that, that those pictures match up and there's identity confirmation. Uh, then it has a evaluation of his residency training with remarks and comments from his, uh, the faculty at his, the facility at which he trained. It includes the scores of a national test. All physicians now must pass what's called the United States Medical Licensing Examination. It's in three parts, actually four, but the second part is divided into two parts. Mm-hmm. And we look at those grades, and we, uh, we have specific passing criteria. Uh, for instance, at the present time, a physician is not eligible for licensure here in unless he uh, required less than three attempts at each step. And so uh, we look at those grades. uh, We then get additional professional references. We have a very thorough and very comprehensive criminal background check in which the physician is required to provide a set of fingerprints. These are sent to the State Bureau of Investigation and the Federal Bureau of Investigation for which the applicant has to pay uh, for the background check and it is extremely comprehensive and many times things that occurred many years ago uh, that were relatively minor uh, that the applicant has completely forgotten about show up on the app on the background check that is uh, somewhat of an embarrassment at the time, but they are usually uh, indiscretions that occurred during high school uh, that have been uh, forgotten by the physician some 15 years later. So it's surprising what shows up on those background checks. Uh, And then we have additional supplemental materials. For instance, if a physician has not passed a standard national-based Uh, competency examination, such as board certification within the last 10 years, we require that he submit all of the CME continuing medical education courses that he's taken and look carefully at those to be sure that he has maintained his competency in those years since he took the board certifying examination.
0: We seem to have a lot of doctors coming from other countries, either born there, trained there. Do do people have to be concerned about the quality of those physicians? Do they get the same sort of rigorous review?
2: Absolutely. There's no question that they do. Uh, And it has always been felt uh, that uh, international medical graduates or foreign medical graduates may be – of lesser quality than American graduates, but in fact studies have shown that this is not necessarily true and that because the competition for places at training institutions in this country are so competitive now. Uh, The foreign medical graduates who are allowed in the country are essentially the cream of the crop from these foreign medical schools. And so many of them perform at higher or certainly at even levels with American medical graduates. So that is not a concern at the present time.
0: You're listening to Getting Better Health Care on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Steve Feldman. We're speaking today with Dr. Scott Kirby. He's medical director of the North Carolina Medical Board. Well, another topic you um, briefly mentioned was that you in, at the medical board, you evaluate and investigate doctors. You said you get something like 2,000 complaints per year. You can't possibly investigate all 2,000 of them. What do you do?
2: We certainly do investigate every single complaint that we receive and take everyone seriously. Uh, Some of them are relatively simple, uh, such as uh, rudeness by office staff, uh, improper patient dismissal, um, canceled appointments. Uh, these are not minor to the individual that they occur to, but from a standpoint of an investigation are relatively easily resolved, sometimes with a simple phone call to the physician asking him uh, for his uh, side of the story, the vast majority of them. However, we do request that the physician provide a written response in um uh, response to the complaint, and we also obtain all relevant medical records and review those independently uh, to confirm that, in fact, what the physician uh, claimed occurred uh, was documented in the medical records. So, yes, we do investigate all 2,000 of them and take everyone seriously, not all of those complaints ultimately result in a disciplinary action uh, to the physician in fact. Um I would say probably half of those investigations result in either a private letter of concern, a letter from the board to the physician saying things didn't go as well as they should have. Uh, This is not a matter for public discipline, but we would like you to uh, modify your practice and see if things can't go better next time. Even, however, those complaints that don't result in a, a letter to the physician or a discipline are a learning experience for the physician. The vast majority of responses we receive in uh, because of a complaint are very thoughtfully written, and it is clear that even if it doesn't re- uh, result in discipline, the physician has taken to heart uh, that complaint. So if, I think patients need to clearly understand that when they submit a complaint to the board, even if it does not result in the discipline that, uh, that they would like, uh, the physician does know that there was a problem and in the majority of cases takes it uh, into account in dealing with patients in the future.
0: You mentioned malpractice um, reviews. Is that a related issue?
2: Um, Somewhat. I mean, most malpractice cases result in um, um, a concern by the patient that Uh, They were not treated as they anticipated or they expected, so not only is there harm uh, to the patient in many cases, there's also a dissatisfaction with the interaction that took place with the physician on a personal level, so they are related somewhat. We Also review every malpractice payment made uh, by a physician licensed in North Carolina, Uh, and this includes physicians who are not physically present in the state. Many physicians have multiple state licenses. This is particularly true, for instance, with teleradiologists or pathologists or other uh, physicians who maintain a North Carolina license but are not actively practicing. If they have a malpractice payment related to their practice in another state but have a North Carolina license, we review those and on occasion will discipline a physician even though the patient and the physician and the event did not occur in this state.
0: When regulatory boards are formed over any industry, I think some people worry that the industry is going to take control of that board and it's going to prevent anything from ever hurting that industry. Do you think people have any reason to be concerned that that the medical board is run by doctors and therefore they're there to protect doctors? Uh,
2: absolutely not. The board is very uh, cognizant and aware of those concerns. Uh, the board does feel that self-regulation is a very important aspect of Uh, the medical practice, but they are very careful not to betray the public's trust. Every physician on the board is ethically um, meticulous in being sure that they live up to the responsibility uh, to serve and protect the public.
0: Medical boards play an important role in our medical care system. They make sure that before a doctor is licensed to practice that they meet a certain set of minimum standards. And that's by itself a high bar. One of the things I want to point out, um, as somebody who started a physician rating website, doctorscore.com, is that um, those websites are a great way to give doctors feedback, to share information about physicians. But it's probably not the best place to go if there's a serious problem. And uh, the state medical board does fill that role. And if you're having a a serious issue with a physician, you might consider contacting your state medical board. Well, we're going to bring Dr. Kirby back next week uh, to talk about critical communication issues and important aspects of the future of physician licensure. I hope you've enjoyed our program today. Our theme music is by the incomparable Michael Zioli. Getting Better Health Care has been brought to you in part by Leo Pharma. Until next time, I wish you the very best of health.
1: Thanks for listening to the show today. Remember to go to DrScore.com to get and give feedback about your doctor and to read others' recommendations about doctors in your area. It's a way to choose your path to health care empowerment. That's D-R-S-C-O-R-E.com, DrScore.com. And we'll see you next week right here on Getting Better Healthcare.